All right, everybody. As usual, I'm so excited to have another guest on this show. And it's not just somebody here. It's actually a soulmate, I would rather say, because when I tweeted a question on Twitter last time, the question was folders versus tags. I got loads of answers, but this guy actually answered none of either. And I was curious, so what's the answer then? Well, he answered, it's AI-driven note-taking. And actually, I have a lot very like-minded mindset there. And I reached out to Paco Cantero, the founder of Worry Be Happy. And I thought, we have to discuss this publicly. I'm excited to have you on the show, Paco. Welcome. Maybe you give a bit more Thank deeper you. introduction than I did about you. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, first of all, Tom, for having me. It's a pleasure. I'm honored. Well, I just can say that, well, all started on a tweet. The amazing things that happen nowadays from a tweet to, to here. So, well, I introduce a little bit myself for those who don't know me, but I think that there should be the majority of them because I'm not very well known. And I will say something about me. Well, I'm from Spain. I'm from the south of Spain. Okay. I started coding when I was eight at a very early age. I didn't stop till I was 26. I was working for big companies and consultancy companies like like PricewaterhouseCoopers, Accenture, and so forth. And there was a moment in my life 20 years ago that I decided to create my first business. Okay. It was a marketing online agency. And since then, I keep running businesses. So right now, I'm running four simultaneously. And the one we are here now is because I found that we will be happy more or less one year ago, or one year and a half, I would say. Okay. I start publishing the content because I've been working in productivity for all my life. I think productivity should be understood as a way of living. I think that we are nerds who dedicate a lot of time to check apps, to change our workflows, and it's a way of living, okay? And since then, since I started coding, I started creating processes, and that's why I do believe a lot in, in processes. And well, that's me. I don't know if it's enough, and if you want to ask anything else. Well, there's one more question from the community coming in. Where in Spain? I think uh, it's related to where you're based, right? Okay, I'm based in Madrid. I'm based mm. in Madrid for, well, almost 30 years. I came in here when I was 18 years old to study computer science. And since then, I fell in love with this city. I stayed here. That's awesome. So, yeah, I think we dive into this. You mentioned already you love processes and a lot of people blame the app that they are not productive and switching tools and running after the next shiny object. That's something in a paperless movement, we teach our members first and on YouTube as well to get the workflows down first, right? Understand your business processes in a tool agnostic way. And then you will understand much easier what tools you use. I know from Twitter and from talking to you up front that mem.ai is one of the note-taking apps that you switched to. You used uh, Obsidian a long time, so something you didn't mention, but I will Happily do. You are a writer on Medium, actually. I love these blog posts. They are to the point. And there you had some blog posts about Obsidian, how you use Obsidian in the most efficient way and so on. And now you're using MEM. So maybe you tell us a bit of the, the journey that you had. Yeah. Well, yes, the journey, I will, I will start from the beginning, okay, from the right beginning, because this explains why AI is becoming such a wonderful thing for people. You know, I believe, as you can see here, where we be happy, I have the happy word always uh, in my mouth. And it's uh, because I think that from data, if you know how to deal with data, you become more productive and you get a life of fulfillment that always end up, ends up in happiness. No? And I think that everything started with folders. No? Folders, that it was the, the beginning of the tweet and that you said, 
older she was just radical and parallel transition from the physical world to the digital world. That was the, the first things that we came out a long time, long time ago. Okay. Later on, we discovered that when we had something in folders, it was isolated and I cannot have the same item in different folders. That, that's why we created tags. Well, we created. People created tags, okay? We just used them. The point is that tags allowed us to, to have the same item in different places. That was a huge step about that related to organization, the information and how we deal with it. But the point was that there was a moment where I think that maybe you have been there too, that you have, I don't know, 1 million items tagged as productivity. And then you see when you have such a, a huge bunch of information just tagged, with one thing, it's uh, completely overwhelming. The next step was tagging by context. I've written a lot of different posts talking about that, that it's uh, when I start tagging things, I think when I, I'm supposed to use that content, but that's quite difficult because right now at present time, I don't know what the hell I'm going to use uh, a certain idea file or, or whatever. So tagging, tagging by context doesn't work too. So the next step. It's AI, no? Because I, I've got a dream, like a very fam famous man said quite a long time ago, I've got a dream that it's a world without tags. And that's why what I heard Dennis Yu, that it's one of the co-founders of Men.I, said, uh, I've been following this app because I love uh, being a beta tester of any app. And when I heard that claim, a world without tags, uh, that's wonderful. That's because I have like a, a bigger dream that it would be like having a bucket where I throw all my ideas, okay, all my content. It doesn't matter the type of content. It doesn't matter anything. Whatever that comes to my mind, I throw it into a bucket and then I can have a new, a nice way to recall the information without even asking for it. It's the system that really gives me the information when I need it. It sounds kind of, kind of crazy, but that's true. It's starting to, to appear. I have selected here some applications that I've tested because I think that for the audience, it's pretty nice to understand the, the concept because right now, for instance, following with the mem.i example, it's a note-taking app, although I don't like to call notes to the ideas, okay? Because it, those are ideas and notes. Uh, for me, notes, it's uh, when I go to a meeting, I write down notes, but when I something comes to my head, it's an idea, okay? That's the the a starting point of something that can be a stupid thing at the end or just something that changes your, your life, no? But talking about understanding what AI means in the world and using the mem.ai application, I would say just, for instance, four examples. I'm trying to learn French because as I speak English so bad, I'm trying with some other language, okay? So <laughs> the point is that during my French class, I create a note, okay, to get the ideas, the terms, the, the verbs, whatever. And the point is that the application in real time, that that's the, the point, in real times on the right-hand side of the screen, I can see related ideas that start appearing, no? For instance, when I was in my French class, because I was writing in French, on the right-hand side, I was receiving a note from Annalore, okay? Annalore is a French name, and the system create that connection. As you see, all big things, I always say, start as a stupid thing, but it's by combining stupid things how great things are created. A second example would be, for instance, that as I wrote down French, class, it appears a note that I wrote quite a long time ago about my 
sans education. So the system creates a connection between French class and the concept of education. As you can see, we are getting closer to how we think because we think in those terms, okay? We don't search for tags. Obviously, we don't search for folders and we don't search, search sorry, for the exact term that you are using to make it searches, no? But for instance, the other day I was creating a budget and a document related to costs appeared, maybe because they were numbers. The good point is that you don't need to understand, you know, I'm, I'm following all these steps, just trying to understand how AI works, okay? But there's a moment in which I don't pay attention at all at the results. For instance, I was writing about Madrid and some other texts where I had Spain, for instance, appear. So those are the connections that I'm demanding to my, well, I don't like to call it second brain because I, I always say that I have just one brain, okay, that has two different parts, a physical and a digital one. And when you work that is when we go to the beginning of our conversation that we focus on workflows because you create workflows that work exactly as your brain does. When you achieve that point is when you start having, I would say, a good relationship with a data that it's what generally overwhelms people. I love it. And I want to give you the audience actually as well an example, because after talking to you the first time, Paco, I... I tested mem.ai, I think a year ago, the first time they appeared, and there was not much to it because there was no AI activated. Now there's the memx, which is the AI part of this, and this is the moment where mem.ai really starts shining. And I decided, well, let's just give it a try, and they give you the option to import all your other note-taking apps, the main ones like Obsidian, Evernote, Notion. Even Apple Notes, you can import into mem.ai. I did this. It's more than 2,600 written notes in there now from different things, even in German and so on. And just today, it's crazy because we just finished building our house and Notion had a collection of things about my house. I even forgot. And well, it was imported. And then I started to search for the German term inner. So I was looking for inner doors, right? But I just typed in inner and it showed up a related mem where there was not at all the word inner on there. There was even not context. There was just doors. And I thought they can't, be, how, how is this working? So I, you know, I tried to figure that out, but, but probably doors are usually in the inside of a house. So maybe that was the reason why it was showing up. I have no idea. Or the, the search I was doing before that, I have no idea. But this was crazy. And the more people I tell, the more are getting excited about this. And before we get back to you, Paco, I'm really excited to announce that we also have the CEO from mem.ai with us. Is it a CEO? You know, Paco, I, I, I told yeah. you. Is it a... I, I say co-founder. Well, the co yeah, that's always the secure term, right? So it's the co-founder of Mem.ai that we have next week on the interview show. So if you're interested in this, that's it's a, it. It's sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. No, so no, no, sorry for me for interrupting you, but ideas come to my yeah. head without my the digital part of my brain. Okay, it's my physical one, the one who's working right now. But the point is that I heard Dennis because as a computer science engineer that I am, I like to understand how how the hell things work, okay? Especially related to software. Uh, and the point is that what the AI procedures or systems or codes, okay? They convert the, the terms into numbers, okay? Digital numbers. And then obviously to zeros and one. And then start searching for patterns between the combinations of the different elements. And that's because it's so difficult to understand as a human being why 
you get that relationship that's that you have just said no? because there are patterns that they try to to match and then they give you the results and the the point is that as they are working with such a huge amount of information that it's a an amount of information that we cannot work with they give us feedback that we can easily process to understand why it's appearing based on the physical part of our brain. And, and I think that that's the, the biggest step. I always say the same. People have been talking a, a lot about the blockchain in the last years and the recent years, and especially now nowadays that there's a crisis. But AI, it's like a hidden feature uh, that it's a step-by-step working. I have here, for instance, if you want to, to comment some other examples to understand where this is going and how our lives are going to change thanks to the AI, because that's when technology is getting closer. I don't see it as a threat. I see it as an opportunity to grow because the better our system are, the better our lives uh, will be. In fact, if I have to say during my life, which part of my brain failed the most, I would say it was the physical one, okay? The, 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 the digital one never fails. No, I, I have always said something that I say in my company where because we, we work with the, the Google environment, okay? Although I, as you know, I'm an Apple guy for my private life, but for corporate, we use Google. And when someone says something about Google, I always say the same. Google never fails, okay? It's us, the one who failed, okay? So we have to internalize those type of things inside our physical and digital lives. That's true. Yeah, well said. I just want to get some comments out there from Black Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, he he agreed on this, right? Nice, a world with no text makes text readable again. Love it. He asked also for LogSec. The thing is, first we started with Rome Research, then we saw the rise of Obsidian, and LogSeq is now the next thing coming up, what a lot of people use. I never got around because I always had to work in these tools. And if I want to take notes, I don't want to have friction. I want to get my idea out and I want to retrieve it as soon as I need it. And it doesn't matter if bottom up or up, down, whatever you use, like Notion versus Obsidian, and it's easier to collect information and the information grows. I was excited for Obsidian and the graph and the things that revealed there, but it still needs a certain amount, <laughs> certain amount of how you structure your notes or to know you know, adding the text or even it suggests to you the connections, it needs to be exact the same word. You cannot write it wrong and things like that. And then using mem.ai, it, it just blew my mind because this was the missing link. I go in there, I start writing something and as you mentioned, suggestions come up, but it's not just because I added a specific tag that other notes have as well. If something comes up that has context to the whole thing. And this is really amazing. Mm -hmm. Logseek is something where I got interested in because what I was missing in Obsidian again and why I was switching between Notion and Obsidian all the time, I love the structure in Notion. I need databases at some point. So notes is, it's not enough. And the other hand, it's not the best thing for note-taking. Also, you can connect notes and so on in a good way, but Obsidian was better there. So I tried to find solutions in Obsidian. Yes, we can make databases, but it's too much manual input, writing queries and all these things. LogSeq makes it much easier to get databases out there and, and filterable and all this. Mem.ai, they are working on tables now, now as well, right? So we might get something like databases as well. I have no idea, but this is, this is something. What's the difference 
between a database and a notebook. Let's put it this way. Is there a difference? Can you use either or? I'd always try to have a database full of notes <laughs> to, to provide. Uh, but it, uh, having having Mapnode uh, AI makes, makes a database for notes uh, redundant. For me, well, when, when I started coding, that it was in 1984, okay, I, obviously there were only files, okay? So, and I get fed up of files in my, in my life because I, I coded in Fortran 77, in C, in C++, in COBOL, in all, all type of languages and to code languages, okay? And the point is that databases were a miracle. They, I, I remember when I started using DBase, uh, it was a database system, but I can code inside and manage. That was something amazing. But the point is, because I've been, well, everywhere, I use Notion, I move pre precisely to Obsidian, I dedicated one year, just six months, defining workflows to implement my workflows into Obsidian. So I dedicated a lot of time because I dedicated a whole year, every day, constantly on a daily basis, working on that in that environment. And and the point is that I think that those types of development cannot achieve the the level that a group of developers are working towards the same goal based working with databases and things like that. The point is that as a user, as a user for me, Notion creates friction, okay? Because when I have something in my head, I want to write it down and I don't want to go to the place where I should put that info to recall it, okay? The process of capturing the items and recalling should be as intuitive as possible. That's my aim. And that's what this type of things, for instance, if I mem I start typing and I start typing, I'm, I don't care about where it's, it's automatically stored. I don't want, I don't care about in what place and I can recall that information because one of the other things about tagging is if you create a very good note, a very good thought, the point is all the tags are the terms that you are using creating the notes. So, so it's nonsense to, to create a, oh, especially I just use the tag as a status. Okay. If I want to create some status, for instance, this needs to be processed. This I, I want to, to see uh, as an inspiration, then I tag as an inspiration. No? And the point is that the, if you work with databases, that's not a, a good place to store ideas from my opinion. I always, because I always say that systems are unique, workflows are unique. And because each brain is unique, we are unique and we have to find out just listening to videos like this one, inspiration, but it's, this is not a copy and paste, okay? Because I'm convinced that for a huge bunch of people, because in fact, Obsidian changed my life because they moved from Notion to just plain text. That was amazing. And I have a huge bunch of quotes written about all my journey through Obsidian and all the beauty of having just a blank screen to type your idea. Yeah. The point is that I don't see those types because the development model of those type of solution is based on plugins, on people who are coding things. And I don't see developers. Maybe there's a change talking about how the software industry works, that it's, we can start buying, I don't know, maybe plugins as we buy an app and that's a, some other model. But when you see, for instance, Mendotype or you see some other the developments like ClickUp or something like that. We, we are talking about thousands of developers towards one direction. And, and for me, it's not, for me, 
using plain text files. I know that people disagree because people think about privacy and things like that. I think that if you trust serious companies, you don't have to be afraid about your data, how you can move. I, I'm changing constantly from one system to the other. If you bet on a serious software companies, you can import and export. Maybe it's easier, it's more difficult, but at the end, you made the move. Uh, I've been moving always from app to app and nothing happens. For me, that's it. So I think that for 13 things, a structure like a database works pretty well, but to manage ideas and things like that is better. The more you take the approach of a notebook, the better you can write things down. So it's like visual tools. Visual tools are amazing. You know, just a blank canvas where you can move things around uh, like a Sprintel, Miro and things like that. That's a, a, a mindset, for instance. That's another revolution, talking about visual tools. And I think that they are going to start implementing AI to make the searching process even more unbelievable. Yeah. And otherwise, they will miss a train, <laughs> if we say <laughs> Both don't know if this is said in English, but I just said it. Yes, because um, we are so focused. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, but there are some modern applications that are just subtle details about AI. There's an application called Motion with M of Mother, nor not Notion with M, okay? Motion, that it's a, a calendar app. And, and the point is that you can, it mixes, it merges tasks and events. Okay, that that's something that finally the industry understood that it's uh, that we manage time. We don't manage projects. We don't manage tasks. We manage time. And because of that, we need to merge events and tasks. The point is that when you create a task, you don't say a deadline, a start. You can say that too, but they start working with subtleties that that's where real value appears. That it's, for instance, hard headline or soft headline, deadline. So. Based on that, they create some priorities. You don't say high priority is a soft deadline that it's like, I would like this, if this could be finished. That right? you need, it's so subtle that's how we finish, okay? For instance, they also have terms like must finish or try to finish. And those subtleties, and then they create the calendar as the application thinks it's a good fit for you based on, because it's pretty easy and pretty fast to define the different elements when you create the task. It's just a matter of five seconds, so frictionless at all. And the point is that you see all your calendar organized by the system. And when I see on that, I say, because I, that's uh, something that I use on a daily basis, and I say, I could have not done better that thing. It's impossible. It has all my requirements, and it has been made by the system. If I have something that comes, an unexpected event, I put it in there, but I don't drag and drop. I don't try to make the, the time blocking manually and uh, it's amazing and that's just afterwards i come with my physical brain okay my coherence my common sense and then i decide but it's such an easy way of working that that improves your life that that's what happens at the end when you are using this type of, of apps and software solutions yeah that's awesome i didn't know about motion i have to check this out definitely i i know about Equiflow where they also try to connect all the different apps into one single source of truth. I like this. I always say a task task list is infinite. A calendar is finite. So you have to plan out these tasks. And I have to check this out. I just want to get back to, to search and AI. And I think there's one company out there. They missed already one one change in the industry. And let's see if they also missed the AI train. I'm talking about Evernote and Evernote. Mm -hmm. I'm still using Evernote. And there's just one single reason why I'm using Evernote. And this is 
that your PDFs that you import are searchable or even your handwritten notes and all this, they are searchable. And I have no idea why all these other tools like Notion and so on, it's, it's a technical uh, challenge to scan all this. But this being said, I have no idea why people missed the point. I couldn't go anywhere else because Evernote, if people ask me, how do you organize yourself in Evernote? I don't organize myself. It's it's a document dump. I just throw everything. It's just scanned in there because I rely on search. If I need an invoice from a company, I just write down the name of the company, search for the date, and I will find this piece of paper that was a paper in the past. But there's no other solution. I'm not going into Notion, make a database, upload the PDF. Then I even have to make extra fields where I write something. I don't have the time. So this is my solution still using Evernote. But now there are the AI tools. Another one is MyMind, where they say you can save everything and they give you sense out of this. Another AI company. I talked to them. I reached out for the PDF content search and they said they got a lot of requests. It's technically challenging in their setup, but they are working on this. But then I reached out to men.ai and they said, yeah, that's on their plan. It will become available. And when this becomes available, and this will be a total game changer, when you get context. My mind, they said it gets in so much information and the AI, AI gets confused by all this redundant noise that you generate. I absolutely understand this. But let's see how Mem.ai makes this. This being said, ClickUp, they're working on ClickUp 3.0. I cannot wait for this to being released. And one of the big things and changes will be universal search. So they will give you the opportunity that you can search everything. And what I saw from the teaser so far, you can even search in external systems. So when you start searching and other systems are integrated in ClickUp, this brings up also other things. I saw Salesforce there and the Google landscape and all this. So this being said, getting back to Evernote, search which was the most powerful thing to do, just search in Evernote. I think they missed the point not uh, introducing AI because there are people with seven years of notes in there. They have masses of users. They could train doing machine learning easily. I don't know if they're testing or not. Maybe it's not the focus, but I think they will miss the the opportunity if they don't do this. Uh, And when tools like mem.ai come up and they provide things that you can directly scan, and I'm sure you will be able to because mem.ai, and that's something I also wanted to mention before, why you've been talking about mem with the friction of note-taking, mem, you know, you know it yourself. You can forward emails. Yeah, you can do this in many other things, but you can write text messages with your iPhone. You can forward WhatsApps there. You can do or all how I capture, How I capture uh, information using mem, it's amazing. Yeah. Simply amazing. I haven't had fastest way of capturing information. It's amazing how easy I can capture because using WhatsApp, for instance, and talking about mails, talking about the spotlight, because I can select just a text that I'm on in a, on a web page that I'm reading, and then I just capture it and it gets saved. It has a, because I, I love drafts, okay? And I use uh, to type because it's the best data entry, talking about text that I've ever found in my mobile devices. And there's an action, so I write everything in draft and just press a button and that goes directly to my inbox to be processed. So the capture, it's uh, so fast that and then you may fall into the trap of over-capturing, that it's as dangerous as, as a friction process of capturing, okay? 
But then again, amazing. that's something I always say, don't capture everything because you don't want to just create noise, right? Or, you know, things, This the moment you start Googling for it because you will find it faster on Google instead of your notes, that's no point collecting information. Tools like mem.ai changes my mindset in there. It also changes a mindset, I think, of a lot of other people where, who say, you have to sit down each week and distill your notes and, and try to, to narrow down and remove the noise manually and things like that. I don't care because the, the more actually is there, the more AI will understand what you have there in context and it will just show you the relevant information. And this is the complete game changer. It just understands the behavior of what you're collecting and even suggests your new things. And if there's so many opportunities. But for me, the point is that due to this amazing change that started, I think, with Rome, at least for me, okay, talking about this note-taking movement, okay, is that all kind of people are facing the same applications and for instance, me as an, an entrepreneurship, a man who's running for different businesses, my need has nothing to come with a researcher or with a person who's preparing a PhD or with a student or I don't know, or, or a content creator. I don't know because it's totally different. The type of workflow, the type of application that I might use. And for instance, there are people where I don't know, for instance, manager, and then try to use Obsidian and they are following the steps of a PhD. And that's nothing to come with the reality of his life. And, and I think that that comes where the problems comes, that people here certain applications were working pretty well for many people, but the point is, for instance, I don't have the time to start processing my notes, distilling them, highlighting them, and thinking about ideas. That's not the reality of my life. I understand that some of the people have that reality, those needs, and they have to use some different workflows. The problem is when people, without defining the workflows, try to use applications using the workflows of another person that has a totally different profile. And I think that things like AI, it's something that improves the life of a majority of people who feel overwhelmed for all the information that they have to deal with. Because for me, information is not just about knowledge management, I, I would say. It's not only about uh, uh, thinking thoughts and, and those type of things. It's also how I move my goals, how I move my projects, how I achieve my goals, how do I manage my tasks, how do I communicate with my team, how do I know what I should do right now. No, I think that a good system should reply to you immediately what you should be doing right now. Okay, that's the answer. What do I do now? And the system is tells you immediately what's the, the best things that you can do depending on the length of time that you have to perform a task, the type of energy people don't prioritize based on energy can instance. And those elements, I think that combining with the gadgets that we have that know if we are tired, all, all the things, all that is converging into making us like a cyborg in where we combine all the data that those systems are managing with our physical needs and also our emotions, because we, are, we have to, to think that at the end of the story, we just want to be happy. That's the, that's, the, that's the end of the story. Have you got kids? Of course. Yes. And no, what do you want me. for them? Well, for what the do you want? As a, as a father, what do you want for them? Well, that they are happy, obviously. <laughs> and on the on vice versa, I want to stay a child, right? So this is, you know, it's one or the other. It's the same thing. You know, you know so, so, so yeah. they're not asking for a note-taking app, aren't they? 
Oh, you don't know my my longest. <laughs> She's crazy. I would never read that many books as she did does already with eight years. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's the thing. She's happy what we what she's doing. Paco, I wanted just to answer to what you just said with Eamon, right? <laughs> and yeah, there's not much more to add there. I know that we could go on for hours here. I just want to be aware of the of the time of your time. This being said, I'm excited. You joined the Paperless Movement membership as well. You're in there in the community. So I'm excited to to chat with you in there. I'm also sure this won't be the last session that we talk here live because this is just, you know, match made in heaven. We have to discuss so many more things. There are these blog post writing AIs and these uh, all these Twitter and LinkedIn AIs. We can discuss, is it actually still original content? These are con generated. So many other topics we could go for. But this being said, the paperless movement, I realized this as well. There are two different use cases. There are these, and you mentioned it as already, so I won't repeat this in this, in such detail, but I just want to emphasize on this. If you're a researcher, if you're a knowledge worker where you really need to narrow down and you actually collect different scientific papers or things like that, where you need to distill and get to the point and then rewrite. Still, AI can help you with this, you know, rephrasing, helping you or make it, you know, explain for fifth, fifth grade uh, personal things like that. But this being said, we, we, I was working in corporate for eight years and I know how it is sitting in a meeting trying to find information once you need it. I have no time as a, as a manager, as a business professional, looking or taking away extra time to distill my notes and have everything ready. So it needs to evolve naturally. And this is why we also focus on business professionals in the meantime. The overwhelmed manager, it's a typical picture that I have always in mind. They have no time. This is also where I want to quickly announce that I'm reworking the iCore course. It is, it will change a lot because we double down on getting to the point. Always the overwhelmed manager in mind that they have no time. So we try to get to the point as quickly. That's the new core values in the Papers Move membership. Paco, it's excited that you're in there. Anything you want Me too. to community before we close the end. No, well, uh, talking about progress, I became a member of the paper love movement. I think uh, at the beginning of it, it was maybe one year and a half or so. I didn't have the time to dedicate to the community. And uh, well, when we meet each other based on due to this tweet, I came back to the, to the website and it was amazing because it has totally changed and you have grown. Not only the community, because it's full of, of interesting people, but also the content and the philosophy, because this is not just about not using paper. By the way, I haven't used a piece of paper for, I think, for 12 years, okay, because that was my dream. I wrote a post about all the benefits that coming 100% digital gives to your lives, but that's another story. And I, I just have to thank you for having me here and congratulate you on the amazing growing of the community that you have made. So congratulations and feel proud of your job. Thank you very much, Paco. And guys, you heard it. It's for free on Medium. Check out Paco's post there. And he also has a free newsletter course. So if you go to worrybehappy.com, right there, you will find his inner a newsletter where you can sign up. I went through this course already. It's amazing if uh, to use your terms. Paco, I love it. And we can, can we will catch, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> we will catch up soon. Okay. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody who were, were with us. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.